<laughs> All right, guys. So thanks for uh, tuning in today again uh, to peeling back the fourth wall. Uh, so Aurora and I are here today. Uh, Aurora is the two-year-old dachshund on the cover art of the podcast. And uh, I know we recently talked about what it's like to be a superhero for Marvel. Um, it kind of got Aurora in the Marvel mood, wanted to kind of see what was going on out there because she hasn't seen uh, any Marvel movies in a while. So uh, she was excited, wanted to figure out what we uh, could look forward to uh, upcoming. And so I figured I would uh, enlighten you guys a little bit. Um, and, and you guys probably already know a lot of this, but there's some things in here. Hopefully that will shed some light on some surprises for you of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4. Okay, so the reason for the phase is, is um, this essentially is what Disney did when they first started the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They started Phase 1 with the Iron Man movies, Captain America movies, things like that. Moved into Phase 2, Phase 3. Phase 3 climaxed and ended with Endgame. Okay, so the last Marvel film we saw, Avengers Endgame, um, was the end of Phase 3. Alright, so now going into Phase 4, obviously we haven't seen anything recently um of marvel but um it's exciting because we do have a plethora of things coming up and i'm excited for phase four but as many uh, i think that i am in the same boat with a lot of other people that it, it, you're somewhat not excited because how are they going to be able to top that you know we've we've grown to love spoiler alert characters that have died off okay Iron Man, Black Widow, things like that. We have we have grown to love some of these characters, and now they're not a part of the universe anymore. You know, Captain America's old; he's aged out. So, what are we going to see? All right, and and it does leave some excitement to see new characters develop, but it also makes you sad because it's not gonna in you know it's not gonna enrich some of those characters that are gone now. And I think that's the big thing. You know, it's a similar thing to, like, Power Rangers. There are people that love the original Power Rangers, and you're not going to love any new renditions because they have to stick to the core characters and things. And I'm a big core person. Like, I love the original editions of things. So, you know, going and changing and adding new characters, that's fine. But, man, it's just going to be frustrating without people like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. or whatever involved. So, with that being said... Um, we'll jump in a little bit here on the uh, phase four, what we know, what we've heard about, things like that. Obviously, there's some details we won't go into yet, but I'll talk about some of the things that uh, I've, I've read about, heard about, and uh, hopefully there's some excitement for you guys. Maybe there's some things you didn't hear about and uh, that you can get excited for. So let's uh, get right into it. So this phase four is going to, according to schedule right now, is going to, to be from 2021 to 2023, okay? So whenever we hit the end of 2023, we're then going to be going into Phase 5, all right? So the, we have a two-year, th three-year span of Phase 4, which is good because it's packed with some things here. Um, so I'm excited to get all this put together within a three-year span um, and then, you know, see how they pull vault from there. Um I'm not including the Black Widow film in this. I'm not going to include this. I know it's a part of the Phase 4, I believe, and they've talked about how it's going to bring together some things in Phase 4, but I'm not going to talk about it. It, I'm not going to talk about it as a part of Phase 4 because it's a prequel, basically. I mean, it happens before even she was an Avenger, so not really going to go into that. 
First one we're going to talk about here, though, is Shang-Chi, the Shang-Chi movie. Okay, so Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, sorry, it's really hard to say that. Say it three times fast, see if uh, see if you can get it right. So the Shang-Chi movie, um, he is a master of kung fu, all right, and armed weapons, um, but a master of kung fu, armed weapons, uh, hand-to-hand combat. I mean, he's un- unmatched uh, in the Marvel uh, universe, okay? Now... I have my my skepticisms here um, when it comes to this character because, man, <laughs> you've seen godly characters like Thor and, uh, you know, the Hulk and his massive strength. Like, you've seen so much of this unnatural, unrivaled potential with just the average human that you're not going to be able to, you know, really have this person go toe-to-toe with anybody. Like, what are we going to do? Are we going to go back to base one where... You know, maybe he's fighting Rocky Balboa in the ring or something. I don't know. But um, I have skepticisms for that. How are they going to do this where he's going to be powerful, but it's not going to be cheesy? Okay, we've seen movies come out recently like Avatar, um, the Dragon Ball Z movie that came out. And it just sucks because it's so hard to make hand-to-hand fighting combat on a level that's going to be a superior power like superheroes, right? So how can you make someone who's hand-to-hand combat go beyond their human abilities and human average strength? How can you do that without some type of special serum or mysticism or whatever? So we'll see how they do that. Hopefully it's not ending up like a cheesy thing. Um, I'd hate to see that, but maybe they end up doing really well. Okay, so like according to the comics, things like that, you know, he holds this master over his chi, Okay, and for those of you who don't know what chi is, it's kind of like a spiritual energy that you have inside, um, like a power of your will uh, that allows it allows him to have beyond human ability when he's fighting. So this is how they're gonna have to do it to make him kind of rival some of these characters and things we've seen before, and have his, his power level not just be lame and no one want to watch him. So. It's going to be about his chi. It's going to be about him, you know, mastering his chi and being able to bring forth this power that normal humans can't. So we will see how they do it. Again, I'm a little skeptical, but maybe they do a great job and make it this really awesome character within the mythos. Um, okay, next is the Eternals movie. Okay, uh, in comics, these these are ancient, basically immortal race. Okay, so they're not immortal, but they're basically immortal. That's kind of how you would, you know, that's kind of how most people would describe them. Uh, I know that's confusing, but the Eternals are beings that were created by Celestials, okay? So Celestials are like Ego, okay? So if you remember in the um, Guardians of the Galaxy movie, the second one, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, Ego is Star-Lord's father. He is a uh, Celestial, and, you know, Celestials, you know, they put their seeds in other planets and things, and... You know, they're essentially planets. They're essentially like these godlike beings, um, and so the Eternals are beings that were created by Celestial. So they're created by the race of Ego. Okay, they're created to act as antibodies to protect a Celestial impregnated planet. Okay, before maturity. So obviously we know Ego put a seed on planet Earth. That seed was going to form into a celestial, like we we know that kind of storyline and everything, and obviously that was kind of thwarted. Um, but the celestials were created to essentially, you know, protect that seed 
that was put on planets by celestials so that it would have the ability to mature. Okay, so think of them like antibodies trying to protect, you know, the core there. Um, this process takes a very long time for a, a seed to mature to a full celestial. So, you know, these characters could have been on Earth for a very, very long period of time. Very long period of time. So it's not it's not going to be far-fetched to be like, oh, they just now popped up. No, they haven't just popped up. They're just now becoming irrelevant. So they've just been observers on Earth. They've just been acting like normal people until now. Um, and, and maybe they go in a different direction with the films. But I think it's kind of weird if you make them all of a sudden, boom, pop up right after Endgame. Um, unless they've been a part of Earth and then everything that happened with Endgame you know, makes them come forward now because they've seen, you know, bigger things going on with the planet they need to help take care of. So I think that could be a part of the plot. Who knows? Um, their main villains are called the Deviants, okay? And these Deviants are basically mutated Eternals. Um, you know, in, in various versions of comics, things like that, it's talked about how Thanos is a mutated Eternal, similar to these Deviants. So if these Deviants are going to be making appearances in this eternal movie that's great because you're going to see you know thanos like type of villains come forward which i think would be awesome for people to see um you know see more of that great power from him uh so we'll see we'll see kind of how they go with it but that essentially is kind of from like comics and things like that from the mythos as to where these characters are coming from and stuff so i think the eternals movie is going to add a lot of new content i think it's going to add a lot of new direction and uh, I think it's I think it's going to be a really good addition to the series. I think they they'll do a pretty good job with it. And uh, yeah, we'll 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 see how it turns out. I'm excited for it more than I am the Shang Chi movie. But um, who knows? We'll see what happens. I think it's going to be really good. Next is um, you know I'm going to talk about how we continue about the heroes that we know. Okay, obviously they're not just starting fresh and wiping the slate clean. And not doing anything else, okay? We are going to see a Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We're going to see another Thor movie, another Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Black Panther is coming out. Which, as I've mentioned before, little skeptical on that. How can you have King T'Challa, like, like the actor did such a great job. He did such a great job. I don't know how you can have someone else take that place. So I'm a little concerned about that. I wish they would kind of just let, just drop Black Panther <clears throat> because no other actor coming in is going to do it justice from this point because it's not going to match the original's quality. Whatever. Anyway, Captain Marvel and then Ant-Man. Okay, so these are these are characters we've already seen, we've already had brought forward, and they're going to have their stories continue. So obviously very exciting for that. Um, you know, obviously there's not characters that have died off, but uh, we will see these characters at least again on the big screen and that's very exciting to see um okay next is a blade movie okay so they're coming out with a blade movie for those of you who don't know and haven't seen the wesley slapes blade movies that were here before um blade is essentially a vamp vampiristic character um so it's it's about vampires and things like that that's what the blade movie will bring into this mythos so i'm excited to see how they do that and don't make the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe convoluted with all these different races and species and things like that. Um, 
but that will be very good. I personally liked the Wesley Snipes movies that came out with Blade. I thought they did a pretty good job um, with what was provided to them and the quality of films at the time. I think they did a really good job. I really do. Um, and I watch those films all the time. Um, so if they can capitalize on some of the strengths from those, I think they'll be in really good shape. Uh, we'll see how it adds to the mythos, though. That's going to be the question for me. How is this going to add to the mythos of the MCU? Next is Fantastic Four, okay? Now, I am really skeptical about this just because Fantastic Four has sucked time and time again. It has continued to bomb, and yeah, I want to be excited for it. I really, really do, but I've been shown no evidence as to why I should be excited for this. So I'm very skeptical, very concerned, but this is the first time someone other than Universal and Sony are going to be taking this on. So, I'm very excited to see what Disney can do with this, and if Disney can revitalize the Fantastic Four and put them in a good quality film that showcases the team to, you know, the level of popularity that it's had in the comic world over the years. So, we'll see what happens there. Um, I think it's going to be a really good uh, film because, you know, it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Disney does a great job with these films, a great job with these films. So, let's see. Uh, I think they'll be a good addition, and hopefully we can see our first good quality Fantastic Four movie. That's just the movies, okay? That's just some of the movies that are going to be coming out, okay? On the big screen and or streaming screen, whatever. TV shows, though. Let's get into some TV shows, because that's the big thing right now. And I talked about it on my Streaming Wars show, uh, or my Streaming Wars episode just last week. If you guys haven't heard that. Go back, listen to it. Um, talks all about the streaming war going on right now out there in the entertainment industry. But TV shows and the streaming is where it's at. And so Disney is understanding that and they're adapting this to the MCU. And while I like this, I also have things I don't like. I loved, I loved that you got to the theater always seeing these amazing movies and you were so excited to go see these on the big screen. I loved that. I really did. But now they're adding so much to the mythos in TV show format as well, which it's complex, right? It just gets complex. So now instead of just movie, 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 it's like, okay, well, now i got to watch this TV show in between this movie and this movie, and then I jump back to movies. Then I go back to this TV show, and then I jump back to this movie. So now it starts to it starts to complicate the timeline, if you're a real fan and you really want to do movie marathons of all this stuff, like me, like I watch all this stuff straight through, all right? Adding these TV shows and things is going to add a lot of runtime, but it's also going to add a lot of changing mediums, okay? So it's not a huge thing, but it does add some complications to it that I think could hurt some of their viewer base. But we'll see how this goes. Anyway, to get into some of these, Miss Marvel, all right? Now, Miss Marvel, her story. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, many many don't because this is she's not you know a mainstream character. I would say Miss Marvel, her story is intertwined very very much with Captain Marvel. Okay, in the comics, and I don't want to ruin or spoil a lot of things here, um, so I'm not going to get too much in the weeds. But Captain Marvel has a huge influence on Miss Marvel. Okay, comics things like that. Captain Marvel wasn't a female. Okay. So Captain Marvel was not a female, and they have adapted that, obviously, to being a female in the live-action rendition that they've recently done. Which, not to say Carol Danvers has not been Captain Marvel. That happens in the comics as well, but she starts off 
Captain Marvel starts off as a male, transitions to a female later on when Carol Danvers takes on the mantle. Um, before that, she was Miss um, Marvel, I believe. I believe that's how it was. I might have to go back and double check that. But anyway, regardless, Miss um, Marvel, her storyline is intertwined with Captain Marvel. So I think it's going to be uh, interesting to see how they do this, if they're really going away from her storyline and story arc from comics. Um so they can get away from Captain Marvel and create this character on their own, or if they're going to stick a little bit to the comics and adapt this into a Captain Marvel type of storyline where them two are like together in the film. So we'll see what happens. Um, I haven't looked at the cast list, things like that, to see anything. But uh, yeah, it's exciting. Exciting to see a new character, good content. I'm not really a big fan of Miss Marvel. I just don't think she adds a lot of depth, a lot of unique powers and things. So I'm not really a huge fan, but that's just me. Uh, okay, so then, set next, they're doing a Hawkeye film, okay? So I know I talked about characters that we've seen, and we're going to see more of them up above. I didn't mention Hawkeye, but that's because it's not coming out in movie format. It's coming out in TV show format. So there's supposed to be a television show coming out for Hawkeye. I think it's going to be really good. I think, um, you know, I love, I love Jeremy Ritter, the actor who plays Hawkeye. I think he does a fantastic job. So this is going to be kind of going back, showing some of his story and things like that. Um during kind of his tragic time there, I believe. I believe it's going to be during the tragic time of when, you know, uh, Thanos first, you know, evaporated uh, 50% of the universe, um, and Hawkeye really had a down spell there because his family was erased. So uh, it's going to be kind of showing that time period, I believe, which I think is going to be really captivating. So let's see what happens with it. Uh, should be really good. Um, next, one that we've already seen come out, WandaVision. Um you know, great TV show. Everybody's really loving it. Um, I have not actually watched it yet. Um, one of those ones I need to get around to. I just got a lot of other things I'm catching up on um, and getting through right now. But uh, WandaVision, really great show. Everybody's really loving it. And at some point, I will watch it and I'll see if I love it as well. Um, but yeah, so that that's a really good one. People love that story there. Um, and we'll see what continues happening with it. Uh, She-Hulk. So She-Hulk is coming out now. Um, I did see something on earlier today talking about how the, the Hulk story arc uh, leads uh, gaps and things within it that kind of shows how She-Hulk can become something now um, and how she came to be is, is already seen somewhat in the previous films. I haven't read the article, so I haven't looked to see what that actually means. But She-Hulk is the, as you can imagine, female version of the Hulk. Okay, so... Really interesting character. A lot of people really love her. She's got a huge uh, fan base. Not a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I'm not as big a Hulk fan as everybody else either. I just think there's not as much brought into the character. So we'll we'll see what happens. You know, it's not really tons of unique power and things, but she's very strong, just like the Hulk. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be a really good concept. I think they're going to do a good job with it. Okay. Uh, next is Moon Knight. Okay, I love the character Moon Knight. Think about, um, think about like a Batman in the Marvel universe. Kind of what Moon Knight is. I'm not gonna ruin too much because I love Moon Knight. He's got a really big cult following, and I don't want to ruin anything for anyone here. So I'm really not gonna talk about it too much. But that's gonna be a really exciting film. I think it's gonna be amazing. Y'all need to make sure to go watch it. If you love Batman, you're really going to love this. So let's see if they end up being dark enough with it to make it fit the character or not. But I am very excited about that. Next up is, uh, we got two left. Loki. Okay. Loki. Apparently, uh, this film is going to take place after 
the events of Endgame, at least from what I read. If that is the case, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, you know, we all were pretty much set on Loki dying after, um, you know, the whole Endgame storyline when Thanos killed him. We were all pretty much set that he actually died there. Um, I think we were all good with it. I think I think everybody was kind of good with it. They they came to terms with it and bringing him back to be alive again, which I believe is what's going to happen. I don't know. I just don't know about that. Like, because then it just makes you think like no one can die. Okay, is Iron Man coming back tomorrow too? Like, I don't know. I do have concerns about that, but we will see what they do to explain things, how the story arc goes. Maybe they explain it and add the depth to it that they need. I love the character and I love the actor portraying it. So I would lo I love to see this character coming back, but I hope that they fit it in the story arc really well and it's not just like a cheesy, oh yeah, he's back, he's here. Yeah, we don't really have a good explanation. We're just going to say it was magic somehow. Like, I hope that's not the case. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Last one here, um, and you guys have probably seen all the ads flying all over the place because this is the big one Disney's pushing. Captain America and Winter Soldier, okay? Uh, well, not Captain America and Winter Soldier, but Falcon and Winter Soldier. So uh, in the comics, there's various times that Captain America uh, is, you know, he puts down the shield. Whether he disappears, uh, they think he's dead, um, he just takes a break because he can't handle something that comes his way. There's multiple times that he's put the shield down, okay? In the comics, Bucky has actually taken up the shield a few times. So, this story arc could lead that way. I've seen in the previews that the shield is still there in the show. So, yes, it's good that it's going to fit to comic story arcs and things like that, but I hope they do it justice because the, the acting portrayal of Captain America was so good and they did such a wonderful job with Steve Rogers that are they really going to try and have one of these characters, Falcon and Winter Soldier, take over the mantle of Captain America? Because I don't think that either of these characters have been built to the level of platform that they can do that right away. Or is it that they're just going to be replacing him from a standpoint of trying to do good from a military, you know, black ops type of situation and if that's the case i think they can pull it off pretty well you know bucky's pretty good falcon's pretty good i, I like them both i think they're both really great uh militant leaders and things with army backgrounds and things so we'll see what happens i, th I think this will be a really good film i'm very excited for it um it's probably the most exciting one probably the second most exciting one of the tv shows because i'm really excited about moon knight but yeah, let's see what happens. So anyway, uh, we'll wrap this up. I know Aurora's getting tired before her next nap time, um, which she frequently takes. Uh, but I will let you guys get back to your day here in a minute. But I hope that this has, uh, you know, enlightened you guys on a little bit of shows, things that are coming up, you know, maybe spark something that you didn't know about or didn't read about um, and gave you something to look forward to. Uh, but yeah, it's a great bunch of lineups that we have coming up in the next three years for phase four. I'm excited for it. I hope you guys are as well. And uh, yeah, what did you think? Which ones are you most excited about? I mean, leave a comment, um, you know, go to our Facebook. The link is below. Tell us which ones you're most excited about seeing um, or, or you are excited about coming up. Uh, yeah, or any questions that you have, you know, feel free and we'll, we'll try and answer what we can. So yeah, um, 
appreciate you guys listening. Uh, you know, if you really like the content or you think somebody else might enjoy the content um, or any of this news, you know, like, share, subscribe, send this to other people. Our Facebook page, the link is below. Uh, like the page, share it with friends. Do whatever you can to, you know, get this out there to help, uh, you know, support the channel and get some other people to uh, appreciate the podcast as well and enjoy the content. But, yeah, I will let you guys get back to your day and let Aurora get to her nap here. All right. Thank you and have a great day.